Well, my guest today is the co-founder and executive chairman of London Theatre Direct. Francis Hellier set up the online ticketing services company with his friend, Emmanuel Cielfi, in 1999, quite a few years ago. And they had only one laptop between them. These two men created one of the UK's leading ticket agencies and distributors. It's a story of determination and resilience, as London Theatre Direct has sought to grow its market share in this highly competitive market. I'm delighted to say that many of my Money Talks interviews are on the GB News app, on the GB News YouTube channel, and on my podcast, Money Talks, available on any decent podcast platform. Francis, great to see you. Liam, hi. Just in time. So, my God, you started a company in 1999. You must have been a child. <laughs> we went far from it, to be honest. Um, yeah, there was this crazy thing called the internet that we read about. Um, <laughs> it sounded really exciting at the time. Never, it would never catch on. <laughs> Wouldn't catch on. And um, my best friend and I were sort of thinking what we could actually do. It seemed like a good tool, a good vehicle through which we could sell something. Um, he had access to theatre tickets, and so... I had a bit of a coding knowledge and we put something together and it, it sort of took off from there. So tell me how your business works and what it was like in the early days when there was just two of you with a laptop and a kitchen table well, and lo lots, of yeah. lots of coffee, I presume. Yeah, it was slow. I mean, I think that um, trying to persuade people back then that the internet was a viable uh, platform um, and not something that was criminal. As, as I suppose today, people think of cryptocurrency or blockchain. They don't quite understand. Bitcoin, things yeah, like Bitcoin. that, yeah. They kind of know it's there, but... Yeah, they know it's yeah. there, but they also think it's something very different and therefore mm. perhaps shouldn't be trusted. Mm. So I think it took a long time, particularly in our field, in our industry, mm. to persuade people that this new technology was a way to mm. sell more tickets. Now, your company, do you sell tickets only for theatre in London or do you sell them for regional uh, theatre too? And what happened to your sales during... Lockdown, presumably, they went to zero, given that all theatres were closed. Well, the first part, we do sell tickets for regional uh, theatres in the UK now. Um, so that's, uh, that's something we've developed through the pandemic. Um, but, yeah, it's been an absolute nightmare for all live entertainment. Mm. It's been really mm. challenging, as mm. you can imagine. We went from sort of having a year and a half of advanced bookings in the system to having to sort of refund and cancel all of those in a very short space of time. So like everything, what we always did is really turn to technology to find a solution because, again, we don't have a particularly big team. Mm. So we tried to find lots of methods by which we could keep as much money within the productions themselves, offer customers alternatives such as booking future dates. Right. Um, but again, the uncertainty around when we would reopen, we tried to reopen a few times. Um, of course, it didn't really work out as planned. Now, however, sales have been very strong, um, so we're in a good position. At the moment, of course, we're not quite sure what's going to happen with, uh, with the new wave, but... Uh, Let's see, let's see how it goes. It's still very, looking very good for Christmas. So your company's obviously survived. You've been around for 22 years now. That's quite a long time. Yeah. Many other companies have tried to, frankly, flog theatre tickets on the internet. Why have you guys survived? What's different? And what kind of market share do you now have? Well, I've always been a big uh, fan of disruption and innovation. So where we could, we've always used technology as our way through. Um, we're one of the first companies to connect directly into the box of a system through API, it's called. Um, I'm trying to find new methods of, of getting those tickets sold, but also putting the customer first, making sure that the customer journey is efficient as possible and offering them new tools of payment, for example, Amazon Pay or Google Pay, that sort of thing, mm, mm. Um, and presenting live interactive seating plans so people can choose exactly where they, where they want to right. sit. So that didn't happen before the innovations that we sort of created. 
And what kind of market share do you now have? It sounds to me like it must be quite a competitive business, but it stands or falls on access to those box offices across London's theatre land and the regional theatres too. We make up a good chunk of it. I think because of the pandemic, we're not quite sure where, yeah. we, where we stand at the moment. But um, people, of course, do go directly to the theatres. Um, but I think what we do is we consolidate access. We'll be able to show all the different products available. So that's why people feel confident in, in, in what we offer. So presumably tickets cost a little bit more via London Theatre Direct than they would be if you went to you know, one of the, one of the famous theatres directly, whether in London or elsewhere in the that's UK. That's absolutely true. So some of the tickets may be slightly more expensive, some might be more reasonable uh, booking through London Theatre Direct. So it's, it's a balance, really. And what would you say to those people who don't go to the theatre. The theatre is still kind of, you know, lots of people are in school plays and so on, but it's still not seen as something for everyone in this country, is it? Just like classical music and the opera. What would you say to those who think perhaps the theatre is a bit highbrow, it's not for them, or I'd rather just go and see a movie, or maybe I'll just sit at home and watch a movie? Well, I, mean, I think my view is always give it a shot, you know, try something new always. Um, but I think there's, there's lots of, what's really exciting at the moment, there's lots of new productions like Six the Musical and Juliet, um, which are bringing in new audiences, younger audiences into theatre. Um, and of course, we've got great, great things like Back to the Future, for example. Mm. So you have that connection between the movie and, and seen on stage. And that's a great show as well. Now, I, I'm a Londoner, as you, as you, as you can hear, but I, I travel around the UK a lot. And whenever I talk to people involved with theatre, particularly people my age and a bit older actors, they always say... Um, that they got their break in regional theatre, they got their break in rep, and they say that regional theatre now is declining. Obviously, all theatre got hammered during the pandemic. Tell us about the state of regional theatre in this country. Well, I think there's actually an opportunity with regional theatre. First of all, it's been very badly hit, and, of course, the West End is typically the thing that brings, brings yeah. theatre back. Um, the challenge is that there's lots of unsold tickets, and one of our objectives, one of our aims with the business is to try and expand into regional, as I mentioned, um, but also to try and get more of those tickets sold. Ultimately, pantomimes are one of the big drivers for, yeah. uh, for theatres in the regions. Um, and again, with the uncertainty around the virus, it's been a little bit difficult this year. But one of the platforms we've launched is pantomimes.com, uh, so which we're hold, hoping to build up for a bigger platform for next year. So it's about trying to drive traffic into those venues and trying to you know, give some support to the regional theatres. That idea of going to a pantomime or a show, a musical, or even just a regular play ahead of Christmas as a treat... I mean, it really is ingrained in our culture, isn't it? So tell us what you're seeing, in all honesty, since, you know, Thursday, Friday, and this Omicron shadow has loomed over the British economy and the global economy generally. What does something like that do to sales of theatre tickets? Well, I think theatre goers have been so desperate to get back that I think that they're, and they're also very conscious of the, of the, um, the systems in place. Each theatre feels very safe. If you actually go to see a West End show, you'll feel very confident yeah. in the measures that each individual theatre has put in place. And I think that the audience are very receptive to that. They feel confident. Um, so the sales at the moment are still holding up. Yeah. And again, let's see what happens in the news cycle at the moment and, and see how that pans out. And if someone buys a theatre ticket and then, you know, obviously we don't want it to happen, but the government decides that we're closing down theatres, God, I really don't want that to happen. What happens to people's money? Do they get it refunded or would you say to them, well, look, we've got your credit, buy yourself another ticket in the new year? People can be confident that when they buy tickets, that if, if, that, if that happens, they'll get a full refund, including any booking fees. Um, but we do offer our customers the option to have a voucher where they can redeem it themselves online yeah. and they can actually book for something in the future. I think lots of theatre so theater lovers and theatre fans really do want to support theatre, therefore they, they tend to take that option. And just remind us where... 
the UK stands in the sort of global pantheon of, of, of drama, live theatre across the world. Are we still a superpower? Yeah, is, we are. Is, is London's theatre land still a massive draw? Absolutely. Can our regional theatres, not just in the big cities, Manchester, Sheffield, Leeds and so on, but in smaller cities and towns too, also come in on the coattails of that juggernaut that's London's theatre land? I think so. I think it's about stitching up the marketplace. I think it is about providing the option to book, not just for London, but book for regional theatre as well. It's not just about London separating the regions. We need to provide platforms that people can choose. Wherever they are, they can go and see those shows. Well, Francis, it's been good to talk to you. London Theatre Direct, best of luck with your business. Thank and, you. and stay in touch, and we'll get you back another time Thank you so on much. the money to uh, give us an update about how the theatre industry's Look doing here to in the UK. All time. the very best. So that was Francis Hellier, the co-founder and executive chairman of London Theatre Direct. And for fans of my interview series, Money Talks, you can find a whole host of conversations with major players from the world of business and finance. Listen to them now via the GB News app, the GB News YouTube channel, or my Money Talks podcast, available on all good podcast apps. You've been watching On The Money with me, Liam Halligan. Every weekday at 1pm, I bring you your daily dose of economics, business and consumer news. So join me at 1pm tomorrow or catch up with previous episodes via that GB News app. Thanks for joining me today and I'll see you next time. This is GB News. I'm Liam Halligan and that was On The Money. <laughs>